chapter and uh, beginning at the 10th verse. And we'll be reading from the New King James Version. And it reads as thus, When the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests stood in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites and the sons of Asaph with symbols to praise the Lord according to the ordinance of King David of Israel. And they sang responsibly, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever for Israel. Then all the people shouted with a great shout, and when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and the Levites and the heads of the father's houses, old men who had seen the first temple, wept with a loud voice when the foundation of this temple was laid before their eyes. Yet many shouted aloud for joy so that the people could not discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people. For the people shouted with a loud shout and the sound was heard afar off. I want to thank the Lord for uh, the reading of his word on today. And we're going to uh, speak from a subject entitled, The Youth Shout While the Older Ones Wept. <laughs> Can you repeat that after me? The youth, the youth shout while the older ones wept. Hallelujah. It's a matter sometimes of perspective. Sometimes, sometimes people will react in a situation the opposite of what you'd expect. Here, and uh, as an introduction of what's going on here in the book of Ezra, uh, how did they get to this place? Well, they got to this point or this place in history because of Israel's refusal to abandon idol gods and to only worship the true and living God. And because of this, God punished Israel and caused them to be taken away into captivity by the Babylonians. The captivity by uh, the uh, Babylonians or the Chaldeans, as they are referred to, this captivity was to last for 70 years. Find that in Jeremiah 25, 11 through 12. This 70 year period began in 605 BC with the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. Later in 586 BC, Nebuchadnezzar completely uh, destroyed the city of Jerusalem, the temple and all of its temple furniture. And he carried off all of the treasures of the temple at that time, the golden vessels and, amen, all of the uh, paraphernalia that had value was carried away. And it left the remnant of the people that were left there, uh, they were left without the, the ability to observe the feast of the Lord, the sacrifices, and the rituals that were prescribed under the Mosaic Covenant. Now, 
They realized that all the things that made the first temple precious 
young people had no frightful reference concerning the old days, but they were excited about what God was doing in their day. Something good is about to happen. Refinely laying the foundation for a new temple. Now, what I want to say is that it's easy to err on one side or the other of this thing. And I'm not saying that those that wept were wrong in remembering and sorrow. And I'm not saying that those that shouted were wrong for shouting and seeing uh, the foundation of the temple being laid. They were excited about what God was doing in the present. Still, there were others that were so willing to embrace the newest trends and methods that they forget. They forget about how God works.
the son of Jehazadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now? In comparison with it, this is uh, this is uh, as, uh, is this not in your eyes as nothing? Yet, hallelujah. Be yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord, and be strong, Joshua, son of Zehazadak, the high priest. And be strong, all you people of the land. God is saying, amen, strengthen yourselves. Yeah. Says the Lord, and what? Work. For I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. According to the word that I covenant with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you, do not fear. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, it is a little while and I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and the dry land. Be strong. Uh -huh. Get ready to work. Do not be fearful. You see, I think that there were a lot of things that went into when they laid the foundation and the work didn't get done. I think that there were a lot of elements that were happening and things that were going against them. Because when I, what you notice, amen, uh, when they started, when they, when they began to start working, uh, to build the walls in the book of Nehemiah. Amen. The enemy got busy. Now, notice in verse 6, it said, But thus says the Lord of hope, once more, and it is a little while, but I'm going to shake heaven and earth, sea and dry land. God said, I'm going to shake things up. And you know what? Sometimes God shakes things up in the earth to get God's people attention. Oh, somebody listening to me. I say there are times when God will allow the earth to be shaken, the foundations to be shaken, the society to be shaken. And while the shaking is going on, God is trying to get his people's attention. Some of us, we sleep and we don't realize there's, there's a shaking going on. Like I was saying earlier, I didn't realize the school systems had gotten to the point that they had until I had a conversation that, amen, uh, with someone that was there. And when they began to describe to me what was going on in our school systems. And how in the school system, they've got policies where they're calling wrong, right, and right, wrong. And some of us, our children or our grandchildren, and we're sending them to those institutions. Thank you. Some of us are not aware of what's going on. It's not just, I'm not just picking out on the education system. It's, 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 it's more than just educational system. There is a shaking that's going on. And God's trying to get our attention. Notice what it said there, seventh verse. And I will shake all nations, and they will come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, 
signs shall follow them. Go ye therefore. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. A lot of times we're waiting to get the blessing so we can go. But God said, go and I'll, amen, uh, uh, give you the blessing. The blessing is in the go and not the stay. Glory of his promises, what we find in Haggai 2, verses 1 through 9. The first promise that God gave them, and, and that's a promise that we can uh, 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 believe by faith for ourselves as well. He gave them the promise of his presence. All right. All right. The promise of his presence. Do you know if God is with you, you can accomplish anything? The promise of his presence. Verse 4. He also gave them the promise of his peace. Okay. Okay. God said, I'm shaking it up. I'm shaking it up. I'm shaking it up. And do you not know, amen, to those of us that are not uh, uh, sensitive to God, we're shaking with the world. We're shaking with the world. In, in photography. Brother Keith, and he can attest to what I'm talking about. In photography, uh, if you're shooting with a with, with a slow speed shutter, you've got to be uh, either put it on a tripod if you go real slow, or you've got to have the ability uh, to hold that camera steady. When you're shooting with a slow shutter speed. But in some of the newer cameras, right. because as some of us have gotten older, right. I, I, I don't know about you, but I got a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. Some of us, as we got older, <laughs> amen, uh, I noticed that there are some times that my hand is not as steady okay. as it used to be. And I'll be doing something, and all of a sudden I look, and I'm like, wait a minute, come on. I'm trying to thread that, 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 that fish hook.
And, and if we stop relying upon our power yeah. and stop focusing on what we can't do and what we don't have yeah. Yeah. And, and, and what we amen, what we used to be able to do, amen, it's a different day. And, and, and some of what we used to be able to do, it ain't coming back. And don't have a pity party about, amen, what you used to be able to do. If God has left you here in this day, your presence on the planet testifies that God's not through with you.
until the day when the glory of the latter house will be greater than the former. What we're always crying about is never going to be like the good old days. It's never going to be like the good old days. What, what, God is, what, what, what God was promising them, what God was promising them was there going to be some new good old days.
back in the day when we seen God move in a powerful way in the church. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and their testimonies, they could be shared of things that happened. Amen. Of how God moved, of how God saved, of how God delivered. And some people think that that, that that season and that time is over, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. You can live your life looking back if you want to. Or you can live your life longing to have what others have. Or we can seize the opportunities that God is giving us in these days.